0: Welcome to the Mind Your Heart Podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode is all about the curse of what-ifs and how asking what-if contributes to self-doubt and anxiety. Let's hop into it. So I used to be a chronic what-if girl. I would play out these scenarios until I had myself so tied up in knots over all the bad possibilities of what could be. Very rarely did I ever look into what if the good possibilities could be. It was always the bad possibilities. So one scenario would lead to the next and the next, and then I would have myself all wound up. I would have a knot in my stomach, my legs would be shaking, my thoughts would be all jumbled and all over the place. And I did this for years. And over time, I realized that no matter how bad something was, it was never as bad as my what ifs were making it out to be. So I was fabricating all of these stories about the future, asking the question, what if? And it would bring on massive anxiety. And and in the end, it seemed like not one of my what-ifs ever came true because I was always going to worst-case scenario. So the storm never blew my house away. The person that was angry was never as angry as I thought. And even something small like a bee sting or a wasp sting never hurt quite the same as I thought it would. But in my mind, all of these what-if questions created monsters. We have incredible imaginations, and our imaginations, when they're used in a positive way, they are very important for creating our lives. The problem is the imagination shouldn't be used as a future teller or trying to predict what will happen, especially if it's rooted in fear. So there's a quote by Lao Tzu that says, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you're living in the moment. So asking the question, what if, only puts us to live in the future, which brings us anxiety. What if the storm is really bad? What if the bee sting swells? my whole face up. What if I run out of money? What if a bill comes due? Those kind of what ifs are only creating a feedback loop in your brain of all the things that could go wrong. Those are the kind of what ifs we're talking about. Now, the other kind of what ifs that that need to play into this role are, what if I had just said What if I had just done? So those are the what ifs from the past that can make you depressed or that can make you feel like you failed. So those are questions like, what if I had said I love you instead of fighting? What if I had asked for the raise instead of quitting the job? What if I had opened my heart and accepted all of the joy and love that was coming to me instead of fearing it and running the other direction. So those kind of what-ifs also will put you into a a crazy feedback loop and they aren't helpful either. So the antidote to all of these what-if questions is just to live in the present moment and to stay in the moment. And the interesting thing about the present moment when you're in the moment is that You are always okay. No matter what is happening, you are always okay in the moment. And as soon as you can realize that and tune into the fact that you're okay, no matter how bad things might seem outside that you're thinking about, no matter how bad something was that just happened or how bad you anticipate something that's coming along the way, in this moment, right now, if you check in with yourself and you say, "Am I okay right right now? Am I okay?" The answer is always yes, and that's the beauty of the present moment because in this moment, you're always okay. And at the end of the day, the present moment is really all of all all you have. And so, what's really happening here? So, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about what's going on as far as the what ifs and living in the future and living in the past. So what happens is we put things in and we put things into mental containers. And these mental containers are the labels you have created about people and things or maybe it's a story you are telling about people. Maybe it's a narrative that you have about the way things are going to go based on what they were. And you put it into this container so that you can feel like you understand it or because it's maybe something you want or because it's maybe something you don't want. And so you put it into this container and you label it. Now, this can be a person. So maybe this person is Prince Charming or maybe this person is a jerk. Um, He goes into the Prince Charming container or the jerk container or maybe it's a situation. Maybe this situation is very scary for you and full of uncertainty. So it goes into the uncertainty container. And maybe this situation is everything you've ever wanted and it's a fairy tale. So you put this situation into the fairy tale container. And so you have all of these things labeled and in these containers in order to understand and make sense of the world. But what happens is that you start using them as survival mechanisms and you stop seeing things for what they really are. So the interesting thing about this is that if you pay attention to the patterns that you're watching playing out in your life and you start to become aware of the stories you're telling about people and situations you're using these mental processes, the stories, the labels, the patterns, all of these things to protect yourself from a heartbreaker, failure, or to talk yourself into something that your gut is already saying no to. So it just depends which side of the spectrum that it's on. So what you're, but what you're really doing is stopping yourself from seeing things clearly. So There's always balance in the world. And for everything good, there's something bad. And for everything bad, there's something good. But once you put it in a bad container or a good container, so if this person is a jerk, all of a sudden you can't be open to the ways that they are good. And if this person is Prince Charming, you're not going to see all the ways that they are bad. And you become blind to the reality of the situation because you'll only see what fits into your story or label. And then... When it doesn't fit, this is going to cause a whole range of negative emotions in you, like frustration or anxiety or anger or sadness or despair or rejection or lonely. And then you go into the what if loop. What if I had acted differently? What if I had done this differently? What if the storm is really bad? What if this person is going to hurt me? What if this deal isn't going to work out? That's from something that doesn't fit into the container that you've put it in and nothing is ever going to fit into the container or the label once you label it. It's never going to fully fit that role because there's balance. So when you have labeled it, it takes away the opposite side of the coin. So I just wanted to talk about how you live in the present in order to stop this crazy container labeling and to stop the what-ifs so that you can just accept life as it is and live in peace. So how do you live in the present? You do it just by simply being here. The easiest way is to just focus on your breath. Take deep breaths in and out. Feel how they fill your lungs. Feel how the breath moves through your body. Just get into yourself and out of your brain and start focusing on what's happening in this moment. Now there's a solid chance That as soon as you have stopped your breath, your brain starts to take off and run back to the what ifs or run back to other scenarios or run back to labeling or trying to understand or overanalyze a situation or overthink. So you need to take control of your mind and take it off the future. Don't let it start replaying the past or trying to outsmart a situation. Just stay in the moment. So keep coming back to feeling your breath. Keep coming back to feeling how you feel inside. And so you also want to be able to feel the energy that's inside of you. So these are like the tingles or the aliveness that you feel in your hands and your toes and your legs, not things you feel on the outside of you, but on the inside of you. So feel it and connect with it. And you'll quickly return to the present moment where you're able to breathe again and feel what is here, what is inside, what is going on right now. And the more that you return to the present moment and knowing you're okay and feeling your breath and feeling the aliveness inside of you, the more you practice doing that and being in the present moment, the better you're going to be at returning to it when you hit a low emotional state. Those low emotional states like frustration, anger, sadness, despair, anything that doesn't feel happy, light, and joyful. And so the more you practice living there, the more you strengthen your ability to return to it or to stay there when things get rough. So even if you're feeling super great about life right now, this is a practice that you can literally never do too much of. So right now, as you're listening to my voice and you're sitting there listening, just tune in and feel, feel the energy inside of your body. It's subtle. If you've never felt it before, it can be very subtle, but it's there. And just search for it. And as you search for it, you're going to notice that your mind stops focusing on everything around you. And you can just feel the aliveness inside of you. And doing that several times through the day, posting a reminder for yourself or having a little sign by your desk or wherever... You spend most of your time in order to just do it for a few seconds every day or try and get it longer every day. It's going to build that strengthening factor so that you can return to it when you need to, because as your anxiety spikes and you can return to the present moment, it creates space from the anxiety and then the anxiety can start to come back down again because you're not getting into that crazy what if feedback loop. So just to go back over what we've talked about today, you have mental containers for what is happening. And these are the labels, the way you're labeling a situation, the story you're telling about the situation, the patterns that you're seeing in the situation, and you're using them to protect yourself from heartbreak or failure, or to talk yourself into doing something where your gut is telling you no. And in order to stay in the present moment, you focus on your breath, you know you're okay in this moment, you feel the energy inside of you, and you keep returning back to that space over and over and over again. This is going to bring you so much inner peace just quickly and immediately so that you can take yourself out of a rough emotional situation and get space from the emotions. It's not, it might make the emotions dissipate completely. It might not, but it's really going to change your mental processes and your mental patterns and get you out of that crazy making that your brain will do when it's starting to obsess or worry or rant over a situation. That's everything I have for you guys today. I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next week for more. Thanks again, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.